Happy Valentine's Day, lovers, and welcome back to the Foster's AfterBuzz show on AfterBuzz TV. Today we're breaking down Season 4, Episode 13, titled Cruel and Unusual. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> Hello, AfterBuzzers. Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV, where we are going to bring you a recap yeah. Of tonight's show. Yeah, an intense show. A lot of stuff happened. There's yep. only two of us tonight. Um, so let me explain some things first, right? So Stephanie is a server, and they wouldn't give her off on Valentine's Day. Understandable. Sad. Jeffrey is in a show called The Normal Heart. He's doing things. In Los Angeles, and he is in tech rehearsal right now. So if you live in the Los Angeles area and you would like to see Jeffrey Masters do his thing on stage, we will be there one of the dates. we will. Um, But you can buy tickets. Tweet at him. I'm sure he'll tell you how to get tickets. Yep. Um, And (laughs) oddly enough, (laughs) Noah Centineo was supposed to be on tonight's show, um, but his adorable girlfriend surprised him with a Valentine's Day thing, and uh, he couldn't come in. So hopefully we're going to have him later on in the season, but until then, Hannah and I are holding down the fort. Exactly. And we look just as good as Noah does. Yes, we do. I mean, kind of. Hey, boys. Hey. Uh, So (laughs) during the show, you can tweet me at Jillian Leff, and I will hopefully be able to not only break down the show with Hannah, but Mm -hmm. answer some Twitter questions. And Hannah, where can the people find you? Y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude. How could they forget that? I know. All right. So Jeff does things a little differently than I do. (laughs) Tonight, we're going to break down the show in order because that's how I took the notes. Yeah. Uh, and a lot happened. <laughs> a lot happened. So we open up the episode with Steph finally finding out that Brandon is not going to be able to go to Juilliard oh, anymore. Yeah. So was the reaction what you had thought initially? Oh, absolutely. But actually, I thought there was going to be more yelling at uh, at uh, Lena versus immediately jumping into that. But, I mean, I think she went for it and taking off the hinges, I would have maybe done the exact same thing because a lot is going on in that family right now. I'm not a mom to teenagers, but I hate secrets. Like, I... For real. I can't really keep secrets. I I, I try really hard, but I I just tell everyone don't tell me anything. Yep. And then that way it won't ever get out. Exactly. But no secrets is what a teenage household, I imagine, if the mom is a little bit tough, would be. Oh, yeah. So I totally get it. By the way, loving her um, Ellen DeGeneres haircut. Dude. It literally looks... Let Allow me to do a side-by-side. I wish we could do that right now. <laughs> side-by-side of Ellen's hair and Steph's hair. Like, I wonder if the hairstylist, like, saw Ellen on the Warner Brothers lot and was like... Terry Polo. Really, truly. Styled the same way, same it product. so good, though, it looks on her. Great. Like, even the color, like, the way they've started doing the highlights, I feel like, or, yes. like, tips or whatnot, looks exactly like Ellen, but she is working it. Yes. And she I mean, looks so good. She looks good. The kids hate her. I feel like that's, like, typical <laughs> hot mom. You know, looks good. Kids hate her. Um, <laughs> so, as the door thing is happening, a wrench gets thrown into all of this, and that's. Robert Quinn. I am sorry, who looks wonderful. He, I I was telling Hannah this before the show, but you guys tweet me a lot about, you know, requests on who should be on the program, and I have to tell you, 
um, Kerr Smith is like one of the number one requested people and we've been trying and trying and trying and I hope one of these days we get him on but so far it hasn't happened. Which blows my mind because everybody who comes in and we tell them that we want him in they're like oh my god Kerr would love to come in. <laughs> I'm sure if you asked him Kerr would love to come in and we're like Kerr's so nice. Kerr's so sweet. Exactly. I'm like so why isn't he in here yet? Why aren't you? Well, I'm like, every time a guest is in I'm like why don't you all just text him and be like hey I'm going in come with me. Maybe we need to like have the Foster's fam uh, tweet at him and tell him to come on the show. Everybody tweet at him. I, I mean, mean, I feel like he would be bet. somebody who maybe is not really into social media, but like checks up on it. You know what I mean? And would actually respond to everybody. I guess that's a challenge for you. It is a challenge. We'll and see. again, I've never tweeted at him, so maybe I have something to do tonight. Uh-oh. Kurt, Uh-oh. I need a Valentine. <laughs> so, Steph sees him at the door. It is, like, the most awkward exchange because he somehow finds out. We still don't know how, but he somehow finds out that Callie is in juvie. They have this weird, like, you know, I'm her birth father. And he oh, yeah. says this with sort of, like lightning bolts in his words like he's coming down meanwhile we have not seen him in how long i was like i know where have you been but i loved his little giggle when she was uh called him out on like who's a better parent kind of and he was like <laughs> i'm like you are charming <laughs> you are charming i don't care in your turtleneck you're charming <laughs> exactly. in your turtleneck but i think maybe sophia maybe maybe that's how he found out about it i guess but also we haven't seen sophia since the, the whole bathroom encounter with that guy so right which i'm surprised that hasn't been touched on actually i i, I don't know i feel like especially since sophia was like such a part of that that we haven't seen her it seems very odd to me but i okay. saw um the actress that Play Sophia Bailey Madison. She tweeted a Foster's photo today. So I don't know if that's something that we have to look forward to in the next okay. couple of episodes, or who knows? They're writing season five right now. Maybe we will see more Sophia in season five. True, true. Um, so after this exchange, which by the way, Robert Quinn definitely says, You must keep me informed. Uh, you know, we then go to Mike and Anna, who are delightful. I'm Okay, I love the Nooch so much. I know. Like, Danny Nucci is great. Mm-hmm. But him and Anna? Like, they're... I was against this. I know. I'm changed. Okay, good. Because I'm like, I don't even remember if I was against her or for it, but I just know that they... It's just, like, sparks I'm a on big, the TV when I watch them. They're... I'm a big, like, non-baggage person. Right, And I right. feel like every character on the show has some sort of baggage. It's true. But... For them, it was so nice to see, like, how weird was it? We see this sort of, like, weird juxtaposition, right? So we see the Foster's table where everyone is sitting down and eating and interacting. And then finally, we get to see Mike's table with Anna and Isabella and AJ and Mike. And it's like, wow, there is actually a whole other fully functioning family going on in Mike's cute little apartment, and I'm here for it. It's so cute. And now Anna seems like one of the least, per, like, the person with the least amount of baggage. She just seems like a good presence in everybody's life now. Don't you feel like, like, I'm almost, like, relaxed when she comes on the screen. And I think also, uh, AJ, you know, initially, before, like, the whole Steph conversation with Mike, with, like, the CPS and Anna being a felon thing. Right. You know, I think that AJ wouldn't have a problem with Anna moving in. Agreed. Yeah, because I think AJ would want a family, like... Now he has the possibility of having, like, a full-fledged family. And I think that's ultimately what AJ has always wanted, even if he hasn't expressed that, because he's been a little scared that that would never happen. You know what I mean? My only thing with that 
is I wonder if after the conversation that Mike had with Steph, it pushed Mike to want to adopt AJ to sort of alleviate this problem, which would be upsetting. It would, but maybe he also wants that full family. He just didn't realize the steps he would need to take to have it. You know what I mean? To have AJ and Anna sitting at the table with him legally and comfortably. Like, I think... I think he would have been happy to adopt AJ regardless, but there never seemed to be a point because AJ is almost at legal age. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I do think that that is going to become an issue because of the order in which he asked people, I don't know, to become a part of the family in some way. So I know that it will be something that gets brought back up and AJ will have issues with that. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's just... Well... Before we move on to the next thing, um, as many of you guys know, After Buzz TV is brought to you totally free, which Uh, is amazing, right? It is. But we do have to pay our bills here. (laughs) Uh, So tonight's sponsor is Stamps.com. And if you haven't heard of Stamps.com, it's really cool. It basically eliminates you from having to go to the post office. I love that. So what they do is they send you a scale that you can actually weigh your packages on, print out completely, um, you know, printable stamps for letters, packages, what have you. They're going to even try to save you money along the way, which I love is crazy. This. They like know what your thing is that you're mailing, and then they tell you the cheapest way to do it. I absolutely love that, which is great because like I love everything that's brainless. Oh, completely. And I would just feel really legit having a little scale in my home and being like, oh. I know, right? Let so you'll never post a shirt. And the the best part about it is that you'll never have to go to the post office again. That's a true statement. Um, Save your gas. What's even better is if you are into stamps.com, I have a discount code for you. Very exciting, very exciting. You can use my discount code BUZZ, B-U-Z-Z, for the special offer. You get a four-week trial, <laughs> including postage and a digital scale. Uh and uh, you can go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in buzz, my code, B-U-Z-Z. That's stamps.com, enter buzz, and sign up today. And with stamps.com, you will never have to go to the post office again. Sounds like a dream. This just inspired me to go and start selling some things on Amazon for the next month, basically. I'm like... Hannah, you're going to see Hannah open up an Etsy shop. <laughs> yes, pretty much. I don't know. Try to, like, turn it all out in the next month. <laughs> We'll start saving um, uh, items from our foster's guests and sell them on eBay. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Just kidding. We won't do that. That's weird. But who knows? Check it out. Yeah, maybe. So after the Mike and Anna interaction, uh, we cut back to the um, juvenile detention center where Callie's at. Uh, We find out that the guard's name is Joey. Always. I miss that. Okay, Joey. Trash. Joey trash. Joey trash. (laughs) Um... So, basically what happens is uh, they have sort of like an interaction in the yard, her and her bunk mate, I guess, yeah. the girl that sleeps next to her, and she says, you know, Joey's my man, which like... Which did solidify for... Well, I guess solidified for us in the last episode how when he woke her up, we were like, is it drugs or is it like sexual abuse? Apparently it's both of them. A little bit of both. Uh, and the girl that tells Callie about who Joey really is kind of hints to the fact that his drugs may be killing girls. Yeah. Which, again, I'm big on, you know, loving that the Fosters bring up things that are actually happening. Mm -hmm. And although we might not hear all of these stories, obviously this is 
happening. They, they don't make oh, yeah. this type of stuff up. This must happen all the time. Yeah, this is totally a storyline and issue that I am not aware of completely, truly. I was like, what do you mean drugs that are killing? Well, I, I watch like Orange is the New Black, which is the only other uh, jail <laughs> reference that I have in my life right now. Uh, besides, you know, the clips that I see on like Dateline and stuff. <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah, you know, they had the drug problem too and, mm. you know, having different guards bringing in things for the inmates. I know that's a huge problem. So for them to deal with that, it's pretty scary. And then for Callie, knowing this information and then taking action right? once she sees that the girl is in distress, obviously in the back of her head, she must have been thinking, Steph told me to keep my head down. Right. But like, what would you have done in that situation? The knowing the information. Yeah. You know, like if anybody is very, very ill and sick and looks like, I mean, she looked like she was dying or, like, you know, about to pass out or something. I think anybody would have done the exact same thing that has any compassion, you know? Yeah. Unfortunately, Callie's compassion is constantly what gets her into severe trouble, not just normal slap-on-the-hand trouble, but, you know. Isn't it nice to see, too, how much Callie has changed? Because I feel like the Callie that we met at season one would have been one of the girls in the bed staring at her. Completely. 100%. She's... I'm not involved. No. And I think it's definitely, like, for me, that shows the improvement. Absolutely. So far. From what she's experienced. Her maturity level and everything like that. Very I wanted, I really wanted to see, though, what would have happened had she told the other guard who she thought was giving the drugs. You know, had she, like, outed Joey or whatever his name is. Joey Trash. I think it's hard because I feel like then she would be labeled as a snitch. Probably. But what would that have gotten him out of the juvenile center or maybe not and then he would have been there and made it worse but like I would have liked well, to see what that would have I mean like. are you going to believe an inmate or are you going to believe no yeah so it's like they can you know even if they were to like question him about it then he would know that she was responsible for the questioning right. so I wouldn't want to be involved at all um I'm just trying to see if anybody's like keeping up with our conversation on Twitter um oh yeah everyone's talking about Kerr Smith um, and uh, Anna, Isabella, and AJ family. Guys, what are your thoughts on the scary guard at Juvie? Just gross. Are my thoughts just gross? Yeah, I'm just not, I'm not here for it. No. So we move on from there to that moment where we finally see Jesus talk. I know. Um, that was a lot. He is seriously doing such a good job this season, which it's a bummer that we don't have Noah in, but I remember last year when we had him in, him talking about how he wanted, like, a deeper storyline, like, Mm -hmm. something more challenging emotionally, and I mean, I I don't think this was at all what he was expecting when he hoped for that, Mm -hmm. but I mean, this is an incredible opportunity for him, and he is knocking it out of the park. Well, you go from being a heartthrob, you know, I feel like maybe that's what he thought that Jesus was going to be, like a troubled heartthrob, because that was what the sort of first uh, version of Jesus was. Um, And now we're seeing this whole side of him, and we're sort of um, seeing the results of his uh, cognitive distress, which is scary. Oh my gosh, yes. Because he's not himself, and I can't imagine as a parent having to remain positive like, I don't know, I always ask people this because I find this really interesting. If something really bad is happening to you, like, how do you remain positive? Like, is there something that you think of? Is there something that you do to, like, sort of bring yourself out of it? 
Me personally, I laugh. <laughs> like laugh at, at what? My, at myself. And then I'm like, oh gosh, life isn't it funny? <laughs> I don't know. Like I feel like that. That's, that's hilarious. It. Music is a big one for me. Yeah. Um, I feel like a song can change your mood in a second. Absolutely. And um, I know we we sort of who knows maybe now with Jesus home, Brandon will do some music therapy with him. Hey, that would be really cool. And then his new career path could be a music therapist. Like, I'm just writing this show for you. Oh, my gosh. Brilliant. I Uh, think that is brilliant. Are you hearing this? (laughs) (laughs) But, no, that makes a lot of sense because I feel like he could still, like, Brandon could probably still go to, like, a a two-year school, get all of his basics down, and then maybe get the bachelor's degree somewhere else. I love this. And the music you write actually could really help with at least the anger part of everything that is happening to Jesus. Mm -hmm. But who knows? I don't know if Brandon's a teacher. No. You know what I mean? But it may be a soothing thing regardless whether it is something to, like, teach. But I think him potentially being at home more as well gives him the opportunity to sit around and play music. And maybe that would help him. I really like that, Julian. We'll see. I think that's brilliant. We'll see. But yes, Uh, it is sad. It's sad watching him, like, fumble through his words and not knowing things. But considering how recent it is like I don't know the time frame in which it takes somebody to recover but Mm -hmm. I mean it already seems quick I feel like because it's on TV it has to be a little bit accelerated but I feel like it could take years I mean I don't know to the extent of what his injuries are like how they medically explain it but I've had friends parents have strokes and they're still not normal and it's been 10 years Um, So really, we don't know if he's ever... I think that's the worry, and I think that's what sort of is, like, drawing viewers in. You know, we don't know what version of Jesus is going to come out of this. Completely. And, like, will he ever be the same person? And I think that that's what's kind of, like, scary but also exciting about it. And I'm sure it's more exciting for Noah. Um, You know, hopefully we get to have him in later in the season, and we can talk about all these new things that Jesus is taking on. Um So I want to go back to Brandon because I feel like we can talk about him pretty quickly. He kind of had a light episode. He did. So Brandon um, stirred up some trouble with Matt and Mariana, which is disappointing. Very disappointing. I was rooting for Matiana. You know. I think everybody was. And what in his right mind in that situation makes him think to go to Matt before going to Mariana? It's hard. Like, I get that Mariana's his sister, but I almost might have went a step further and just gone to um, Emma. Truth. Because that's the person that he saw by it. Exactly. And there was a chance that it wasn't even Mariana's at all. And he could have cleared that up right then and there without putting anybody else in the tizzy. And, like, I don't know. I feel like it would... It is more awkward because the exchange between him and Matt asking about sex and the condoms and everything, that was so awkward. I would never, in the middle of the school day. No. So you had sex with my sister. Uh Uh-huh. And then, of course, Matt's like, there's no way that I could have gotten her pregnant. Not possible. Jeff Masters. (laughs) Doesn't know how babies are made. He's like, she's pregnant. (laughs) I'm like, they had sex yesterday. Not possible. It takes a little time, people. It takes a little time. Um, But good to know that they used a condom, so obviously you don't have to deal with any of that. But now it brings us to, you know, their breakup and that imploding relationship. And now what is happening with Emma, which we'll get to in predictions. But clearly that's the next person that we need to turn to was this test for her. 
<laughs> oh gosh, which that is. I don't know. I mean, we all know it was for her. Let's be honest. I'm gonna do a Twitter check in one more time. I feel like I know. I keep checking, oh. but it's more comments. So Cassie, which is awesome. Cassie at Team Bradley underscore said uh, Brandon went to Matt because he's his best friend. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I yeah, I get that. But I'm mean, like, but he messed up because he messed everything up for everybody, and I'm not happy about it. And like. I feel for Matt that he, you know, feels out of the loop on everything, but the conversation before a breakup is always better than breaking up during the conversation. You know what I mean? Like, it's never the right way to go about it, especially when you have just had sex with this person for the first time. Yeah, that line hurt. Oh, hard. Because, I don't know, like, how many times have you been that girl? Or have you known somebody that was that girl that just sort of... You know, you let your feelings all go, and that exactly. person was on the same page with you, and now they're not. No. It's it's awful. And it's there's no proof. There's no, like, I get that, you know, obviously he's hurt by her lying and things like that, but um, Mar- uh, Mariana had a really tough episode this week. Yeah, she did. Between the Matt stuff mm-hmm. and the conversation that she had with Steph. I want to talk about that. Oh, yeah. That was like... Okay, so hear me out. When Steph suggested therapy, I thought for a second that Mariana was like, what? And then she was like, okay. How did you feel that she took that? Um, I I didn't feel like there was like a, what? But I did feel... I did feel a, a lack of desire, obviously, to go mm-hmm. back to therapy. And I don't think it's... And everybody has different views on therapy, and I don't know if Mariana is one of those people who thinks that maybe therapy would even fix anything, mm-hmm. you know? And Steph and Lena, it's understandable why they would like to have her do that, and they would like to make sure that their child is working things out because they have multiple children, and they can't sit down and have those conversations and check in every single day to make sure, you know, that they are doing okay and all these secrets aren't happening. And, sure. You know, so I totally understand that, but I think Mariana personally doesn't feel maybe the need to be going back to therapy, but knows that there are things she needs to work on. Yeah. I mean, when your mom is telling you that you can't cry in front of your oh my brother, gosh. that in itself is like another layer of like twisted emotion that she needs to sort of untangle. Right. I feel like there's a lot of untangling in her mind going on right yeah. now. She's like, my brother is fine. He's awake. He's up. But he's not processing... Uh, why I'm here, why I'm upset, that's the thing that is, like, worrying me. Right. He couldn't process, and I feel like he was trying to say, why are you crying? Exactly. Or, like, because he wasn't trying to say, why are you here? He knows why she's there. Right. I think it's kind of like, why are you so emotional? What's wrong with me? Right. I don't think he realizes what's wrong. I agree with you. Yeah. He thinks that he's, not that he thinks that he's fine, but he thinks that he's you know, saying things normally. And when he says things with confidence, you know, that's a screwdriver. Exactly. Or I don't like pepperoni and adamant about it. Yeah. And it's like, I I don't know. I just, I feel for Mariana on so many levels. Yeah. And just those scenes that she had this week with her tears. Like, I I need to text Sarah after this show. Seriously, because she kills it, dude. Like, last week was so great. This week's performance was so great. I sort of can't get enough of her. I love that she's being so emotional. I agree with like, you. Like, it's, it's so, ugh, I love it. I feel like it's adding some, I don't know, like, depth and spice to her character. Right. Like, I love when characters get raw. Exactly, and she does it, it, it seems so raw coming from her because she is constantly so 
honest in her emotions, I feel like, on camera. Like, it is... It never looks forced or anything. It looks like how, honestly, people do get upset and when people do want to cry. Mm -hmm. And I, I, she just nails it She's every good. time. Um, Mc Mackenzie at Mac Mun Man said, Matt does not... Matt had a right not to trust her, but he doesn't know her side of the story like we do. It's true. And it's uh -huh. a shame. And I think... And going back to the therapy stuff, I think the biggest frustration probably for Mariana and for viewers is that it sounds like a dismissal of her feelings. Mm -hmm. That, like, it can't be talked through or that nobody wants to hear what she's actually going through but would rather send her to therapy because something must be wrong with her if she's feeling those things, you know? Yeah, I also didn't like how... I mean, I get that it's, like, obviously a mother-daughter relationship, but right. Steph coming down so hard and saying... Um, what makes you think that you can go off and do whatever you want to do all the time? Right. Like, you can't do this. You need to, like, shape up or ship out. Like, that's basically how I got it. You know? Exactly. She was laying down the hammer hard, which was fine, but it was a lot to take in because they don't have that type of relationship. Exactly. And I don't understand... Mariana has been through so much in the past year with all the Nick stuff. that, And so seeing her turn to using Adderall and sneaking around and... You know, just kind of being a little bit everywhere. I just don't understand why nobody... Instead of getting mad at her, nobody is like, what is going on with you? Are you okay? We yeah. haven't checked in. We haven't... I haven't talked to you about all of this. How are you dealing with the Nick stuff? Instead of getting angry at her for potentially, you know, lying about the Nick stuff when he was at the um, fair or whatnot that yeah. we call it. I just hope that it doesn't screw her up more. Yeah, agreed. Like, I, I really hope that she's processing everything. Yeah. Because it would suck if it sort of gets her off the track that she was on. Well, especially now with Matt, I think that's kind of like an emotional last straw for her. It's really sad. Right? Oh, God. <laughs> um, so, another thing that happened that I was excited about slash it broke my heart, Monty was back for a scene. I know! Love, Annika. Oh, she's so um, great. Missed her. Everyone was so, uh, she was tweeting last week that she was going to be on, so everyone got really excited. And, um, uh, Monty suggests Lena take a leave of absence, which in, you know, reality, she ends up doing. Right. But I can understand her reasoning for not doing that. Oh, completely. I feel like that's everyone's reasoning. Like, if everyone needs a little bit extra money, they're not going to turn down overtime or they're not going to, like, <laughs> right. like, oh, no, like, I'm just going to take a break. Like, yep. I'm going to do whatever I can to make sure that we can pay these medical bills and we can get things done because the mamas are so, they just, they want to make sure everyone's taken care of. Yeah. Taken care of. Um, but it's nice to see Monty supportive without being... Um, Suggestive. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Agreed. And I think, you know, finally they found their friendship balance. Completely. Um, even though when they were sort of at odds with each other, it was kind of fun for us anyway. Oh, completely. Um, I think that they finally found a balance to their working relationship and also their relationship on camera. I agree. I feel like that was kind of nice. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, you know, we do find out that Lena takes the leave of absence to care for Jesus full-time. And I was, I don't know how you felt, but, like, I was heartbroken when they showed that rehab center with the white room. I and, know. And the, well, and I actually, I didn't think at that moment when they showed it that they would end up bringing him home. I really thought that he was going to go there. And even was trying to, like, catch the faces of some of the patients to be like, he'll end up becoming friends with him. Like, my mind was already there. Oh, see, like, I figured, like, they saw the kid in the helmet looking miserable, and they were like, oh, Jesus can't be here. Yeah, and I thought that was going to be, like, his new buddy. <laughs> <laughs> my, I just was really not on the same uh, 
wavelength as them. But Well, who knows? I mean, now that Lena is going to be home uh, taking full care of Jesus, obviously she's going to be dealing with a lot of things. We saw at the end of the episode him throwing the plate and sort of being fussy with foods that he normally he used to like now he doesn't anymore or he says he doesn't right um i feel like it's going to be a lot for her it's going to be a big test and who knows maybe she won't be able to handle it right and maybe they will have to leave it to the professionals or hire a professional to come but then again it's a cost and they're really trying to cut corners wherever they can i mean i can't imagine you know, obviously they hired a public defender for cali so right. it's not like they're seeing the legal bills there but they have all of these hospital bills from jesus's first hospital stay all of the house drama that they went through oh yeah I keep you know about that. and also they have mouths to feed and they have kids yeah. that are you know now obviously they're not gonna be paying for juilliard for brandon but who knows what else is going to come up and i feel like as a parent you have to be conservative with your money to a point if you if there are so many unknowns yeah like when you don't know you don't I, know. I just remember that Mike doesn't know yet about Juilliard. Oh, you're so right. That's going to be a sad one. Oh, that one's going to be a really sad one. Wait, when are they going to bring that I up? He's no so idea. happy. It's going to be like when AJ signs the adoption I papers and, and everyone's like on an upswing and they're super happy and now it's going to be, yep, yep it's going to come down. Can't just, nobody can just be happy on the show, can well, they? Callie and AJ can be happy. Ah, oh, they're so cute. That was like a redemption moment for me for this episode Agreed. because it was so heavy. Mm-hmm. Like I loved this episode, but it was completely heavy. And for me, it was nice to see that moment where Callie and AJ came together and both said "I love you" and kissed. And she's home in her own bed and she's safe from creepy guard Joey. I'm too emotional today. Stop walking me through it. I'm like, whoo, feeling I just, it. I felt like we had so many ups and downs. Oh, we did. I w- seriously, I don't know what it was about this episode, but the full second half, I was like on the brink of tears and everything. Just like a, a lot of tough decisions to be made for everybody on the show. And uh, I don't know. I thought I just knew I was having a tough time. Everybody's going through their own thing and it was rough to watch. Let's see. Oh, um, Brittany, Alyssa, Miss... Bertany said, Robert can pay for Callie, the moms can pay for Jesus. <laughs> yep. Which is true. Yeah, but if he's footing the bill, then he's going to have to go live with him. I don't want that. It's a true statement. Um. Oh, yeah. Um. Judicord Rising said, what about Grandma Sharon coming to help with Jesus? Oh, my gosh. That would be lovely. That would be lovely. That's a good suggestion. We're talking about Annie Potts, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want her back on the show. I love her. Yeah. Just the sound of her voice coming through the TV makes me real happy. Um, yeah, everyone's just, like, really concerned about the mamas at this point, how they have so much to worry about. Um, really Abigail do. Prince at Some Smile said, the poor mamas have so much to worry about with a crying gif. I mean, listen, that was the episode. I mean, besides, you know, obviously Callie, blah, 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 she's being tried as an adult, and she's going to get to tell her side of the story in court there. Um, but... Mm. I'm just glad that she's out of juvie and home, and oh my gosh, and we need to talk about Jude for a second, because I know you guys are going to kill me if I don't. Um, <laughs> so, it was a Jude Light episode, but we got some really nice Joa moments. Yeah. I love Noah. I agree with you. I'm I'm very back and forth with him, not because of him, but because sometimes I can't tell if they're trying to paint him in a bad light or a good light, mm-hmm. and so that's, like, tough to know if I should hang on to him or not, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But, um... Well, but the mamas I, are hanging on. Exactly. So. And he makes Jude happy and brings out a side of him that is not stressed like the rest of the family. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's a good break. 
I think I'm all for it. And I think that the mom saying, you know, you can have Noah, but no pot. It's like, okay, they know what he's up to. They, like, to an extent. They know to an extent. Right. Um, So I I think it's good. And it was funny when Jude was filling up the water at the sink. I really thought he was bringing it to, like, Noah and they were going to be hanging out. Like, I was surprised to see the bed with Jesus in it. I was, like, waiting. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, (laughs) So I, um, yeah. I'm excited to see what the future holds for them, and I'm glad that they're going to be able to see each other without having to sneak around, because we know that only led to illegal activity. Exactly. (laughs) More than they were already doing. That should be a parental lesson for (laughs) all. If you tell your child they can't do it or see somebody, I assure you, a lot worse is going to happen so they can see them. (laughs) So that was the episode? Yeah. Um, I think I'm ready for some predictions. I agree. Okay. Are we going to... Marissa? Bueller. Yes. There we go. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, So we saw in the preview a lot of things. Okay. Yeah. We saw Jesus throwing another plate. Lena being aggravated. Not knowing what to do. Emma being very distressed about telling Jesus something and having it not be the right moment. We know what that is. Um. What else happened in the preview? I actually think that's it. Was it like like they focused on that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, and they didn't really talk about Callie, I don't no, think. No, they didn't. Okay. I'm, I need to watch, rewatch the preview because it was very fast. Because I guess they can't really talk about Ca- Callie for a hot minute because until she, the all the trial prep and everything starts, I mean, I think there's going to be a little bit of an episode break about the trial topic. Yes. And focus more on Jesus and the pregnancy because I think that is very important. Possible. Pregnancy. Yeah, but if, I mean, if she is So you're on team pregnancy. I'm thinking it's happening. Team pregnancy, not teen pregnancy. (laughs) Exactly. Because in my (laughs) mind... That was lovely. But in my mind, if she feels the need when he is going through this to tell him something but doesn't feel like it's the right time, Mm -hmm. then to me that she must think she is pregnant. Right. Because if the test came... If it was her test and it came back negative, in that point in time when he is going through that, I would be like... there's no need to tell him because I'm okay. You know what I mean? I will tell him once he is good and better and be like, hey, so you missed out. I had a little scare while you were uh, sick. I don't know. You know what I mean? But So what if, and I don't remember because I'm old and I've been doing this for like four years, but (laughs) what if they bring up abortion? Which they may. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. And my reasoning for this is Emma looked very calm, cool, and collected when she was with Jesus on his bedside. Agreed. And I I know that it could have been an act. Right. Um, but obviously if something's weighing on you so heavy, I feel like... It's hard for it to not show. And in the moment, too, like, if it in fact is Jesus's or if she is pregnant, I feel like if, you know, he was in the hospital, seriously injured not knowing if he would come out of it, I feel like maybe she would have panicked and just right. taken care of it in whatever way she could. Or who knows, maybe they'll deal with, like, miscarriage. I, I have no idea. Like, they already I did agree. with with Frankie, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, there's so many possibilities, and this show always surprises. Yep. I think we have a lot to look forward to. I'm freaking out about Callie. I know. Um, but looking ahead, you know, we really do have some exciting things coming up, um on our show uh if all goes well fingers crossed yes um amanda layton will be coming in she plays emma she'll be coming in next week 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then I believe the week after, um, we're going to have Hayden Byerly coming in, Yay. which is really exciting. We love Hayden. He's been away, and now he's back. Um, and then I think we have a break, mm-hmm. and then Bradley Bredewig is going to come in. I'm so stoked. I'm never here when he is I here. I know. It's going to be... I'm, like, super excited. He's very excited. This was, like, his baby, his show. I think it's, like, episode 16. Right. Uh, and then we have... Um, Tom Williamson coming in. We have uh, Kara Royster, who's a new character. Which I think uh, she used to be on Pretty Little Liars, if I'm correct. Is. She's she Toby's is. She's Toby's wife. Yeah, she is a delight. Yeah, so I'm excited to have her come in, and then we have a couple more surprises for the end of the season. Um, but I think we have a stacked lineup. I've been busting my bum for you we guys. Do. That's So you know that Kerr is not going unnoticed. We are just... <laughs> hello, Kerr. I'm trying, I'm trying. Um, anyway... I think that's about it for tonight. What it do you is. think? It is. I think we, like, really did it. Jeff, we don't need you. Just no, I'm just kidding. Just we miss you the two of a us. lot. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. Okay, so... All I wanted was to hear her sing for Valentine's Day. Oh, I got it. Hannah. <laughs> um, where can the people find you on social media? You all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Dude, And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jillian Lepp. And if you like this show, there are plenty of other shows in the same genre that you can enjoy on AfterBuzz TV. Hannah hosts the Switched at Birth after show. We also have I a do. Shadowhunters after show. Uh-huh. I think we might even have a Baby Daddy after show show a lot of free form a lot of fun so find them on afterbuzztv.com and uh we'll see you next week with hopefully the whole crew yeah tweet me a valentine's day wish oh please me too love you guys bye Bye. from executive producers maria menounos kevin undergaro phil svitek and the entire afterbuzz tv staff we would like to thank you for listening to the afterbuzz tv network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 